1: Of the world, Steve Finger Style.
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're into CBD products or you want to try CBD products for the very first time, please visit BlackBeltCBDProducts.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST25. You'll get 25% off. You do not ingest this. You do not smoke this. This is strictly roll-ons and rub-ons and all that sort of stuff you put on top of your skin. Less than 1% THC. You will not get high. It does wonders. It works for your everyday blue-collar workers, athletes, or anyone who has aches and pains. So, please visit Black Black belt CBD If you're into nerd culture or if you're a sports fanatic and like signed memorabilia, please visit firstworld.ca Use promo code the podcast 20 You'll get 20% off. To all you American listeners, everything you see there is in Canadian funds, so it's a little bit cheaper rate for you. Sorry, all you English listeners. They do not ship overseas, so you could always go check them out and be jealous of what is available there. But other than that, you can't do shit. So please visit firstrow.ca if you're in North America. They update daily. They got everything from signed memorabilia. Like I said, sports, wrestling, hockey, football, anything you need or want for sports fanatics, and also comic books, old, new. Anything they have there, they literally will deliver to you. So please visit firstrow.ca. And speaking of nerd culture and all that sort, are you into video games? What about books? If so, please go to bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Resident Evil, Final Fantasy Series, Splunky, all sort of that stuff. Current, old gen, anything you want, it is there. They got... Everything available in paperback and ebook format, so no excuse not to visit that today. And if you want to support me directly, the most easiest thing you could do is please rate, subscribe, review. Takes you two seconds free of charge on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So Survivor series just aired. Obviously, everyone knows the big four. I bring on Max and Jesse from Gato 5. So obviously, Max and Jesse from Gato 5.
2: That was a much less enthusiastic introduction that we've had before. Not happy about that. Can you give us, can you do it again with a bit more oomph, please?
3: I wasn't actually listening. I was changing my background to try and make Jesse laugh. And I didn't realize we were on air.
0: All right, let's see. <laughs> let's see if I could do this off the top of my head. So, all the way from jolly old England, we have Max and Jesse from God Till Motherfucking Five. That's right, baby! Better. Hey, I feel like
2: better. your new sponsors. Um, didn't you have like women's COVID and stuff when last
0: time we were on, which didn't feel fitting. This is this is better sponsors than you got now. Yes, well at first I was I, Well I was trying to get anyone who would actually support the podcast, but now I'm trying to gear towards what the listeners like and obviously gear towards my guests. So I have MMA guests on, so hence Black Belt C B D. I talk about nerd culture, so obviously firstrow.ca, and I love to read books, and I've had authors on, so boss fight books and video games.
2: There you go. Your fan base is just a bunch of bloody brutes. <laughs> Holy boys.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So what's going on with you guys? What's up? Uh, well, oh we, were, we were
2: chatting, weren't we? Um, England's back in lockdown.
0: Um, so is until Canada. the
2: second of December, you okay. told us that Canada's back in lockdown as of
0: yesterday. So well, not Canada; locked. it's the Greater Toronto Area, so Toronto and ah. some surrounding like communities based out like in the suburbs.
3: Toronto can't I behave just, themselves. The rest of Canada's well behaved. It's just as those, uh, those damn Torontonianites nights.
0: It is. It's true.
3: Trouble. I am ashamed. <laughs> as you should be. Um, but yeah, so we've not really been able to do much. Except for talk to each other as we normally do, start playing chess yesterday, and that's the level we're at. That's, we've run out of you know Tiger King and fun shit. We're just playing chess.
0: Okay, now I gotta There's ask: no... Is it because these guys watched The Queen's Gambit?
3: No, no actually. So, so this is what people have
0: said to me. But okay.
2: Literally, we just stumbled across an online chess game on the Switch, what so the we've hands? just been playing that online
3: with each other. It's tragic, really. <laughs> we like chess before it was cool, man. Yeah.
0: Like everyone's stupid. playing Fall Guys and Among Us, and here you two guys are using the Switch to play chess. Yeah. <laughs> We're we are running out of ideas. Oh my god! Okay, well, I got a bone to pick with you, Jesse. You showed up late because you're watching stupid fucking reality show. Oh,
3: Jesus, I've got a yeah. Fuck you, Jesse. What's wrong with I'm a celebrity? Get me out so
0: of here. Okay, much. No, nothing. Now I gotta know: is there a British version, or is this the North American version?
2: No, British. It was British first, mate.
0: Oh, see, I was not aware of that because the North American version to tie it in with wrestling had Tory Wilson on, the one I watched.
2: Oh, that's interesting. So did you know, have you heard of um, presenters called Anton Deck? Nah, no no very they're very british they might not have made okay. it over there but okay. the, over here they host everything so like there's britain's got talent there's i'm a celebrity get me out of here they've got this big show they're a double act and they just host everything gotcha. they recently did a show on telly doing like my dna journey and all that bollocks and turns out that deck one of these presenters is okay. first cousins with dixie carter
0: oh uh, you know what i think we talked about this either on your show or on my before in the past now that's yeah, ringing a bell
2: what, what a crazy small world but they so but these two British guys, host and right. a but it's good. It's it's wrestling without the wrestling. Basically, no, it's not. you can't
3: say yes, about it. Fuck off. It's, it's not. It's, it's it is. It's mindless bullshit. There's nothing good about it. No, I'm a celebrity. I'd agree with you about all the
2: others, like X Factor and um, Britain's Got Talent, America's Got Talent, That's whatever. Like, I'd agree with you with all them Because people are on them desperately trying to get famous I'm a celebrity, it's just a bunch of B-list celebrities Who know the crack Do you know what I mean? They know what they're there for And they're just having a laugh, it's cool It's a nice vibe So I'll let's know, let's, go this, uh, <laughs> well, let's
0: go down the the reality show Let's go down the rabbit hole now What are your favourite reality shows that have been out? How about that?
2: Um, did Big Brother make it over to okay. um,
0: North now, I feel like going through the internet and coming there and slapping you. Come on, what kind of question is that? <laughs> no, I, know. I don't know. I don't know what, where these things go. There's Big Brother but, Canada. There's Big Brother uh, USA. So, we get, we watch both up here in Canada. Okay, fine.
2: But um, the, it wasn't original, actually. I can't remember where it originated from. But wow. we had it well early, like early right. 2000s. The ori- it became a shit show. But the original <laughs> Big Brother was actually amazing. Like... When it was brand new, do you know what I mean? It was like, this is a fucking brilliant idea. But then it went south quick. Whoop. So that
0: was a good one. What about um, you, Max? Big fan
2: of I'm a uh, WWE is reality TV
0: in okay. a way, no? This guy, he doesn't know anything, man. Like, how can you? I know it's sort of, but no, I'm talking about real reality. Like, Survivor, like, I don't, I don't know what else is there now. that's all I Survivor think of. pretty good. <laughs> I've never watched Survivor. I don't do remember,
3: like, either. Fear Factor as well. Fear Factor was good.
0: Yeah, I consider no, that more of a game show, though.
3: That's true. I think I prefer game shows to reality. I do not understand the purpose of reality shows, just watching people
1: do you stuff. You've the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <It's>, that's <laughs> a competition, though. That's true, so that the
0: is.
3: factor. No, it's not. So is Big
2: Brother. So is like, I'm a celebrity. There's still a winner at the end of it. Yeah, but Great British Bake Off
0: has skill. These are people with actual skill. Yeah, it's not, not just that. It's
3: supposed to. <laughs> it's supposed to. Uh, <laughs> you know, Big Brother, honestly, it's just people sitting around. Gogglebox, Gogglebox, you go sit. fuck off and die. <laughs> Gogglebox box is, is
1: the most amazing. pointless like, TV show about a I've the never the seen in my life. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the hell is <laughs> going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. What is this? This, this hasn't We've come over ins- here.
3: Okay. We've been inside for too long. So, we, we hate each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Gogglebox is okay. basically just Cameras fixated on people on their sofas watching TV shows. Oh, so you're basically just watching people watch TV. It's the most boring dystopia I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It's really good because they <laughs> pick
2: entertaining people. And they watch interesting things that have been on that week and it's interesting to hear different cultures and different people who you share a country with, their takes on whatever's happened that week in the news or whatever. It's a very interesting social thing. Make more friends and go outside. I I don't 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 want want friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Steve, this has started off uh, (laughs) (laughs) angry. Don't worry, I'm on Jesse's level. Friends suck you dry. You're better off. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Gogglebox is the worst thing in the world. It'll, it'll come over it's really successful over here steve and normally when something's really successful over True. here you guys get it a version of it
0: sooner or later so i'm sure it'll come over so i guess it's a fairly new show then
3: uh no it's been around a few years actually oh, wow. but um i know yeah, canada's will. 10 years behind so
0: <laughs> yeah we just got the internet right so
3: <laughs> it's great isn't it <laughs> memes are
0: coming soon you'll love them <laughs> oh god <laughs> all right is you guys ready for some wrestling Yeah, Max, you have to change your background
2: back to normal, mate. You keep disappearing and it's making me uncomfortable.
3: (laughs) I kind of like it. I like the option to just vanish at any moment. (laughs) like Harry Potter in his little
2: clothes.
0: (laughs) Actually, that's what it looks like.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: There we go. Oh, shit. All right, so everyone knows you guys aren't up to date with current wrestling. So what did you guys know before going in to Survivor Series? Let's start off with that. Uh, when you
3: text me on Thursday saying, are you ready for the show on Tuesday? That's when I knew that was a pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and I,
3: I, I didn't then do any prior research, did you, Jesse? No,
2: I don't want people listening to think that we don't care, because we do. We've just got into a loop of... We know our happy place with wrestling, and it ain't now. So basically, 96 to 2004, me and Max are just going... It's like Groundhog Day with those years, just watching wrestling from that era. Exactly. Um, So we still love it as much as anyone loves wrestling,
3: just... We know when it was better, and that's what we're enjoying.
0: Well, the loyal a,
3: after you text me, Steve. I went and watched yeah. Dynamite instead. So that's great.
0: Well, the loyal listeners know obviously that this is not a review show. This is just three guys shooting the shit, talking about wrestling because we love wrestling. So we're not here. We're not giving star ratings. We're not here saying these matches. It was just our own opinions. And to all the new listeners, that's what it is, and that's that, and that's why it comes out a week later, so everyone could have the opportunity to watch it. And then, just so people know, this is literally recorded. Two days after it aired, so it's not like we're listening to other shows and then saying what they're saying. So it is what it is. It's exactly. what it is, isn't it? Okay. Who wants to go first? Use guys, please.
2: I haven't. Hang on. How are you, Steve? Yeah. I mean, you're you're an <laughs> excellent host, but we haven't actually been very polite, have we? Is <laughs> no, you ever okay?
0: Yeah. No one cares you're about on. me. Come on, everyone knows they tune into the guests, it's not me.
3: Yeah, but oh, you're in about, you're in a your cave in with your big beard. You know, you could be in anywhere right
0: now middle east well all's the same uh the 200th episode is about to drop in a couple of weeks i already announced oh, it That's great on congratulations the, i announced it on the interwebs that on social media that it is dan the beast severin that's coming on as my 200th episode guest so we talk about professional wrestling his run in the wwf his run as the nwa champ obviously his runs in the ufc all that sort of stuff so if you're into mixed martial arts and pro wrestling, tune in because he is old school and the man is 60 something years old. Still doing it, still wants to continue to do it. So, hey man.
2: Doesn't even know
0: his exact age. (laughs) It's not like he's my father. Like, how do I? Come on, man. He could be. He could be. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in another lifetime. (laughs) But yeah, other than that, you know, it's all the same old, same old. Oh, go check me out on uh, Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You guys know who Benjamin Banks is. I made another appearance you know on this podcast. Fuck so. Benjamin Banks.
1: Benjamin Banks <laughs> <I laughs> thought, thought would be Benny no one Banks, without us. I
3: thought we had a real kindred friendship. And then he not only dicked on us and didn't come uh-huh. on our show, he didn't come on Game Till Five. He ignored the
0: girls. Oh, did <gasps> Oh, I thought he slid into their DM. Fuck he off. Did, but, then, but then he didn't continue. So, like, I'm joking Benji, I do I do love you dear. Obviously, sorry to Yeah, yeah. I've got till five. But what's up, man? <laughs> come on our show. I don't know you. Is he, is he the what?
2: brother of Sasha Banks? <laughs> I think we asked him that last
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. He just blank ignored us. Senate? Yeah. <laughs> that's Maybe? why he hasn't come on, that's it. <laughs> That's what it is. He's I, I love Benji. Benji's got the best voice in
3: the world, and when he used to come on, and he right. just has that really soft, nice, lovely voice. Yeah, he's a good lad. Speaking of Sasha Banks and family,
2: um, sure. again, I'm going to sound like an ignorant little Englishman again here. Okay. Um, Steve, do you have Just Eat
0: in just Canada? Eat. That sounds familiar. It's like a, ta- it's like a takeaway. So- it's like Uber
2: Eats but it's Just Eat. It's a takeaway service.
0: Yeah, we have um, our own. We have like something called Skip the Dishes, DoorDash. So we have our own versions. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, over here, um, Just E, the TV advert, is done by Snoop Dogg.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
2: It's it's amazing. It is really random, but he's written a whole like rap, just rapping about all the takeaways that you can get from Just E. And it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. You
3: need to YouTube it. That's That's how much money English people spend during the first (laughs) lockdown on takeaways. They could afford Snoop Dogg to write their own song. It's genius. To be
2: fair, Canadians spend stupid money on Snoop Dogg as well. He commentates on the NHL game.
0: That's right. But
3: he has no authority there.
0: Yeah. Hey, he's everywhere. He also did commentary for the UFC game too.
3: Oh did he? I didn't no. know that. Amazing. And tying it in, he just did a collaboration T shirt line with The Undertaker. people wow. I should not yeah, go on WE shop. Plugging it away. Uh, there's a Snoop Dogg Undertaker line and it's wow. hideous. I want that. <laughs> of course you do.
0: Can you imagine smoking weed with Undertaker and Snoop Dogg at the same time?
3: But I, I thought I had
1: when I saw Paul Bearer. <laughs> 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 immediately put it down. Oh, shit. I said that shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. All
0: right. Well, on that note, obviously, we're going to talk about the Undertaker. We'll save that for the end. So, who wants to go first? Max? Jesse? Oh,
3: Max. Alright, okay, well, tying in with Snoop Dogg, um, one of my favorite matches, this wasn't really going to be a shock, Sasha Banks and Asuka, Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown's Women's Champion, 15 minutes this match clocked in at, which is very short for a WWE um, pay-per-view match. Sweet. Great. Like, we... We knew Asuka was going to bring it. We knew Sasha was going to bring it. I'm loving that they've broken the streak of taking the title off Sasha immediately. She's holding on to it. She's defending it. She beat Asuka, which kind of surprised me because Survivor Series has a habit for just dicking on SmackDown throughout the whole show. So it was great. I I thought they were, like, at NXT level wrestling. Adored it. What about you two, gents?
2: I like that Asuka can... um... Very rarely could a wrestler do this, especially in WWE, but she can lose quite a lot and still feel strong, still feel dominant. Do you know what I mean? Which um, is not something many people can do. Asuka is very, very good at that. And I really like that. So I've got no problem with Asuka losing, despite her being one of my favorite, probably my favorite current women's wrestler um sasha banks i'm really glad that like you said nxt level again it feels like she's been so up and down on the main roster and it's really nice that she seems to be getting her flow
3: and doing what we know she can do which is lovely and and what i liked is because obviously the problem with these champion versus champion matches is you're in a very difficult bind of someone's got to lose but someone's got to win but they're both your champions and i feel like props to this pay-per-view they handled every single Champion versus champion match really well. And this one where it was just roll up after roll up, and then Sasha just got that roll up that won. That that was it. She just got a good roll up. Yeah, Asuka was unlucky. You would yeah. look at that as you know Exactly. I mean? She didn't just get beaten one, two, three. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a great match, and it kind of brought me back to that old NXT era of the golden days of the women wrestlers. And I feel like Sasha's bringing that. Bailey's last run as champion was fun. Um, hmm. Where's Charlotte?
0: Is she alive? She's t- she took some time off. I think she's due to come back at Mania, or she might even be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, win it all, then face the champ at Mania. That's what I'm assuming. That's going to be my prediction right? for the Royal Rumble. Now that we're talking about that, we always do it at the end of the show. I'm dropping that now. How about that? He's, he's
2: straight in. He's straight in. Do we, know, do we know why she's taking time off?
0: I have no idea. I think just time off. I've I never read anything about injuries it's or very, anything. It's very I,
2: rare of WE to just give someone time off, isn't it? That's not really but, their stuff. I'm sure there's probably
0: something speaks, going on.
3: Yeah, yeah, but this speaks for how strong WWE's women division
0: is. Right? They can take Charlotte out, who is and Becky. the biggest best wrestler. They can take Becky out, and it's still the strongest women's roster in all of wrestling right now. Mm. Well if you think about oh, it, last exactly. year's WrestleMania main event or the year before was the three women that are oh now, right? Yeah, just yeah, add in uh, exactly. Ronda Rousey, and there you go. And they're all been out for almost what now? At least a few months, right? If not more, to a year, including Ronda. Yeah, Becky left
3: after what TLC, so nearly a year now. See? Yeah, yeah. That's no, no. It was in lockdown. That money in left. the Bank. Sorry,
2: Money in money the Bank. In the, yeah, 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 because yeah, 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 no, she confuse.
0: said she wrestled pregnant at Mania, so yeah, it was already yeah, during the lockdown. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, has anyone
2: heard from Ric Flair lately? Is he okay? Now, now that he Charlotte's taking takes time, time off, I'm worried
0: about him. What are you talking about? Did you, again, going back, we're going to talk about this. He was part of the whole entourage that came out to greet The Undertaker when he came out. You didn't see him?
2: Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay,
3: fine. Yeah. Jesse just, he just so gets worried because... He's alive. <laughs> I worry about Ric. Daily.
0: As you should. The first thing he does, he wakes up, turns off his alarm, Googles Ric Flair, and then goes, <laughs> oh,
2: I'm so he's my favourite wrestler of all time, right? If I had to name a wrestler
0: right.
2: who didn't cause terrible atrocities, uh, that's my favourite <laughs> wrestler of all time. It would be Rick Flair. <laughs> and <laughs> and, um, and so and I just know that you forget how old
3: he is sometimes and I just right. I think it's gonna be a very sad day when he goes and it won't be long. I'm sorry, I, I'll I be Rick. I don't know if we said this on our show or if we say it said it to each other because i lose track of which one's which but we we're kind of doing a weird prayer circle that our final 100th episode right. rick flair dies just beforehand oh so we can have our final episode be about rick flair because we said when rick dies we do a top five rick flair episode and it would <laughs> and, one, and one one finger on the monkey's paw <laughs> just <curls. laughs>
0: all this is allegedly by the way in case anyone's listening
3: can you imagine no. Can you
2: imagine murdering McFlair and having to mop up all that blood? Oh my god. Like, hiding that. Like, Jesus!
0: Hiding
3: that he your blades blade. for you. <laughs>
0: you shoot him in the stomach and he still blades. <laughs> oh my god. Well, speaking uh, of bleeding, let's go back to the women's match. Yes,
3: yeah, sorry. That's yeah. where we started. Yeah. Hey, women.
0: Yes, well, well my take. Okay, b- before I talk about the match itself, uh, you brought up a good point, Jesse. The losing champs, they all looked strong throughout the whole pay-per-view. Like, yeah. you had this match, the, the men's uh, championship match as well, except for the US versus uh, IC Tire. That was a pure squash match. But other than that, yeah, all the champs sunny. who lost still look good, like even the New Day, right? So all that yeah. was a good thing that they did. So to me, that reminded me of NXT sort of where even the people who lose still look strong and you want to see them come next show, right? But I think that the whole reason why Sasha Banks now is getting her push and everything is because she's starting to be mainstream. She's on The Mandalorian. She's, she dropped yeah. her CD or, or her single or whatever it was that she was working on with Snoop Dogg, all this stuff. So she's getting that push. So WWE sees it and I guess wants to capitalize. That's my, because how do you go from zero to hero just like that fast? Like it, oh, It's not yes, typical of yeah. WWE to do that. If they put you in a doghouse, you're, unless you're Lana, because I don't know what the fuck they're doing with her. <laughs>
3: We need to get to that because I was so confused But we'll, we'll
2: get to that <laughs> Basically, with you said about Sasha Being in Mandalorian and stuff and they, they fucked up with The Rock, they fucked up with Batista They're not right? going
0: to fuck up this time I think Like so. if someone gets into
2: Sort of mainstream television and movies and stuff
0: No, it's true Like the same thing with The Miz, why do you think he has the money in the bank briefcase Because he has his reality show He's on TV everywhere, everyone knows him now Right, so w- why not run with it Smart
2: Yeah by the way, can we just say without battle royale? Yeah. WWE have any other way of finishing a battle royale other than I know. the person you thought was eliminated Always. is not actually eliminated? <laughs> can we just come up with a different ending? There must be a different way to finish one.
0: Yeah, I don't. Well, okay. What's your perfect finish for a battle royal then? <sighs> um. what? Well, See exactly. Wait, you are on the spot, nasty. <laughs> but, like, it, you talk I mean, of the game. On come on. They used, uh, they did them in the Royal Rumbles where they'd
3: throw him over the top rope and they'd be like, oh, I eliminated him, but he holds on, comes back in and then tosses the guy over. I know it's a variation of hiding under the ring, but it's smarter. Yeah, the Shawn Michaels, when one foot
2: touched right. the Royal Rumble, that sort of thing. I'm down with that. That's fine. We could do that. We don't need to like think he's eliminated or anything like that. It's rubbish.
0: Yeah, those are good too. I, I like the when they go revert, like when he's going to throw him into the rope, you're like, okay, he's going to go on. Then he reverses it, and then there's one more reversal because then it's like, oh, now you got me. Like, Or they go over the top, and they're about to go off, and then they come in, and they reverse it that way. Whichever, as long as there's some co- sort of double reversal involved, that's how I like the finish.
3: Exactly. No, 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 no. I got
0: it, I got oh, it. Oh, here we best go. The
3: way... We go to
0: win a battle royale okay. is you have someone on
3: your shoulders you both go over the top rope at the same time okay. then a 55 year old man runs in and blows both of his quads that's like <laughs> and <random. laughs> just sits there <laughs> like that. yelling and pointing
0: <laughs> all right that one tops all you're right <laughs> thank you all right so, so we're yeah, all in agreement um, this was a great match great showing yeah. so so far so good all right jesse you're up, my friend. Um, like we were saying about champion versus champion matches,
2: all the losers came out of it well. This is actually the first... Um, I haven't done my research on this, so I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time in a long-ass time that Brock Lesnar wasn't one of the champions going into Survivor Series oh, in a champion versus champion, right? Good call, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's been like Daniel Bryan, AJ, um, has been his previous matches, hasn't it, in the champion versus champion with That's Brock. Right. It's always been dominant Brock Lesnar against a little guy, and those are great matches because Brock is amazing working with small technical wrestlers. Yep. They're incredible. Um, so this is the first time in a, in a long time that we've had two fucking mainstream sort of hosses, yep. for lack of a better word. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like... Um, Beefcakes, and <laughs> it's is... <laughs> gonna stop the horses, boy. <laughs> and, um, and so when it started, I was like, eh, "This is gonna be a bit. Um, this is gonna be a bit 2000 WCW. Do you know what I mean? Sure, like main yeah. event, sort of just two big muscly dudes bumping into each other for a <laughs> bit. Yeah. But as it went on, it actually built really nicely and had yep. a nice slow build to it. Both dudes, as well as being huge, are actually good wrestlers. And those two things aren't as common as you think, sort of big guys being good wrestlers. And they're both really good. They built it really well. Heel Roman, I'm all about that. I love yes. that Heyman is, as, is working. Do you know what I mean? Heyman on telly is always money. So putting him with anyone is brilliant, but with Roman Reigns is awesome. By the way, um, Kurt Angle needs to give him his top back from when he took it when he teamed with the Shield all those years ago. Oh and <laughs> um, but I like topless Roman. I think that works. The image change is different. I know he's been like it for a while, but I haven't yeah, yeah. kept it up. This the first time I've had a full sort of you know look at it. Of course, and. Um, I think, yeah, aesthetically it looks great. I think he wrestles amazing as a heel. Um, he, it was right that he won in the way he did because it doesn't make yeah. Drew look weak. Exactly. Um, it, apparently, they've had other matches um, recently and they've been really forgettable in comparison to sort of this one because of just the way it was done. It's, it's made Drew. You had face, yeah. Roman heel, Drew. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. The opposite, Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I think they did a great job. I think it um, it worked. I haven't seen a WWE match with two big main eventers have a big fight feel about I haven't seen a big fight feel match without Brock Lesnar being involved, quite frankly, for a few years in the WWE. And yeah. this was probably the first one.
0: No, it's, yeah. I enjoyed it immensely, too. To me, I think this was my favorite singles match on the card, honestly, because great storytelling, every hard-hitting match. Every time you thought someone was going to get the win, they kicked out. Even at the end, you're like, okay, no, he, he's going to wake up from this. He can't end like this. And say, so, nah, he passes out, game over, that's it. Like, okay, you know what? That's fair. I could see something like that happening. And even with Huso coming back and interjecting himself, that was perfect because now cause – I like the I like the Usos being with Roman, but I don't like them being scared of Roman. I want them to be like happy family, fucking going out against everyone and being the baddest heels they could be. Like, I don't like the dynamic right now, but I see it shifting a little bit where Roman's now starting to accept it. He's like, okay, okay, you help me. Th- 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 that's one for you.
3: Yeah. yeah. When, when after, who was it? Jay, who was the last survivor, and then Roman was like, you've got to take vengeance on all yeah, of nice. them. I think this is the point on Friday where we're going to see that real... Violent, aggressive Uso kind of going after them um, And bringing them into line And same as both of you Roman for me, as a heel Is just money Like I, I rarely keep up with W.E But at the moment, if there's a Roman promo Or Roman's doing something, I'm watching it Because the promo he did On the Friday before Where he was talking about Drew being the second champion And all of this kind of stuff So good How you can take a guy from sucker and to being one of the best on mic guys, you know. What? Do you remember a couple of years ago when Cena ran him over on the mic? Oh, they had like a feud, and Cena destroyed him. Now Roman is just at that next level of promo, um, and he's just—he was just born to play a heel. He's just one of those guys that should never have been a face. Isn't yeah. it nice to be proved right as fans? Like, yeah. for years, everyone's been saying that he needs to
2: turn heel, right? And I know it's one of those things people say, like, about if someone's too popular, like, they've said it about Cena and stuff. Right. I totally get why Cena didn't turn heel, because the sort of the kiddie fan base that he brought in, do you know what I mean,
1: was like, you can't. You can't fuck that off but, And you would if he turned
0: heel Yeah, but don't but, you think If he comes back now Because all those little kids Who grew up watching him Are now teenagers Sort of like a la Hogan Now is the perfect time If he comes back For one of healed. those stints He could be like that Shitty Hollywood guy And just be a pure heel, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, you're weird. right actually. It would work
2: now Yeah, it would be weird Especially with that haircut
0: can... It's perfect
2: I was gonna say is he still got his like Crazy yes. um, Like Jim Carrey And Truman Show <laughs> <GBL>? Yeah Yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah but yeah, um heel Roman Rules um, I, I'm really glad It's working for him And I'm happy for him Because he does deserve it Because I've
3: never thought He's untalented nope. no. I just thought He's booked terribly And yeah. now he's finally not The original Shield run He was one of my favourite guys Because like The right? dude looks amazing We've got Jason Momoa 2.0 in the ring <laughs> He's a big dude That can hit hard Why Yeah Love the dude But as you say Just terrible booking After terrible booking Was just like Ugh um, and I'm so happy that they're sticking with McIntyre They took the bout off of Randy Obviously they're trying to get Randy up Until those high 16 figures Yeah uh, And But you know the mm-hmm. fact that they put it right back On Drew again means that They are cemented like how could you not Look at the guy if Vince was Doodling in his office for his perfect male Main eventer he'd draw Drew McIntyre That's exactly... he doodled it over his office after he saw Drew McIntyre <laughs>
0: He probably didn't know it was the same guy that he fired. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt guy. it. I wouldn't doubt didn't it. You, have you heard that story? Have you heard that story about Jimmy Wang Yang? Yes. When, um, Jimmy Wang Yang was backstage
2: at a WWE event like a year after he'd been fired, right. and Vince asked him to go out and do something, and he was like, "Vince, I don't work here. You fired me a year ago." And he was like, "Oh, I just rehired him on the spot."
0: That's <laughs> Jimmy hilarious. Wang Yang is
3: at, like, again. <laughs>
0: That's too funny. Uh, but,
3: yeah, happy it worked out for McIntyre. Uh, yeah, it was course. great when he was NXT champion, and now he's a two-time WWE champion.
0: And it's perfect. Crazy. Yeah, Just like you said, the they cool they, they did the belt switch to Pat or- Orton's tally, and I honestly think they're going to build up to an Orton versus Cena to see who could beat Ric Flair's record. Uh, I'm down for it. Like, I think honestly, that's what, they're no. gonna have probably like a three-way match, whoever the champ is at the time, then Cena and Orna are gonna be like, yo, we're both tied, let's do this, let's see who is the ultimate best, and then I don't know if whoever the current champ is stays champ or whatever, and then you have Rick Flair be the special guest referee.
2: And the second and the second someone becomes a seventeen time world champion, Rick's gonna start bringing out those untelevised NWA world title wins and he's like no i am actually a 23
3: time world champion like just just so you're done just wasn't filmed. yeah exactly so interesting interesting future ahead I'm, I'm all up for reliving the glory days with a bit of randy cena um I'm, i miss it
0: so now do you randy. guys think that it's getting better because this was a fairly okay pay-per-view i would say it's like mid okay to like highly decent pay-per-view are you guys liking what you're seeing like even the stories folding out because there's a lot of good shit that like the mysterio saga that wasn't even on this pay-per-view that was that's been some good shit
3: yeah there has been some good shit like i i was paying attention during the mysterio thing i I think you just have a couple of people that are pinned the company on you have so many but like i'll tune in for the fiend i'll tune in for roman reigns i'll tune in for sasha yeah and that's probably about it that okay the problem i have with this pay-per-view and i'll get it out now the problem with survivor series as it is as a concept is it doesn't matter like those four hours didn't matter like the the brand supremacy who cares equals nothing champion versus champion equals nothing already on monday night raw no, no story came from it It's it's just frustrating because Survivor Series used to be this fantastic event where you'd really build feuds up until the Rumble and into WrestleMania. You'd settle massive feuds with five on five team captain versus team captain. Survivor Series was my absolute favorite pay per view. Now, out of the four, it's probably my least favorite pay per view.
0: Yeah, you're right. Well, at least like this year for sure. They even took away the tally count. There was no score. There was no nothing. There was no GMs involved. So they're they're not bragging. They didn't even invade each other's shows. Like, and it's like, yeah, it's true. Who fucking? Okay, great. We clean sweep SmackDown. What does that mean? Like, do you guys get all get a? Well, it's it's. Yeah, it's not a legit sport, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. At least last year was interesting because you had NXT thrown into the mix, so yes. you, you had true. kind of it was a bit oh, different. The, we've got to prove ourselves against the NXT guys and it was there was something there. This was just
3: I don't know. But it's all about dream matches, right? Like that that's that would be WWE's argument,
2: is that yes. it's dream matches. So like don't you wanna see the WWE champion against the Universal Champion or whatever? And and I think that's true with and thinking back, like Genuinely, when um, Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles were booked for Survivor Series, because do you remember it was um, Brock and Jinder, and then yes. uh, AJ won yes. like two weeks before Survivor Series or something in the UK, um, won Jinder. the WWE title from Jinder. Yeah. So all of a sudden it became Brock versus AJ. And it was like, fuck! Right.
0: Like that is, True. if I could
2: go back and tell 12 year old me that Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles were going to have a match, it's like, fuck, that's amazing. And it was. It was a great match. It was exactly what I wanted. I thought Daniel Bryan Brock's, Brock Lesnar was amazing. Because yeah. that was straight, literally, Daniel Bryan turned heel the week before that, if you remember as well. Yeah, yeah. So that sort of made that match amazing. So they can, even though they're ultimately meaningless, just champion against champion matches, the context around them can make them awesome. They just missed the mark with that this year, I think
0: well it doesn't help also no audience no nothing and, and i think and it's like you said it means nothing because i think the draft shouldn't be an annual thing i think you should have trades throughout the year like sort of yes. like if 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 you think you're a sports league then do like sports league have a period where there's no trades no signings like that you know those people are stuck and then have like a trading period and then like a signing period where both ron smackdown could sign people from nxt but don't have drafts anymore and then that's how you move around people and then and, and that's it yeah
3: because it, it just doesn't have the same effect when it's like, oh, Kevin Owens is now in Raw. like It doesn't right? hit the same, but you're right if you have a trade thing. Remember back in the SmackDown Raw 2002-2003 era when they had that open negotiation where people like Triple H, Scott Steiner, they, Brock Lesnar, they were all competing for their contracts. Right. And then after a show, Stephanie would be in a limo with Brock Lesnar. And you were like, yes. oh shit, she's just signed Brock. <laughs> yes That's insane. And then Steiner gets signed by Bischoff. That that was amazing. It was so right. investing. Um, but yeah, now now it's just back and forth every year. yeah Steiner. <laughs> Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he got he the the
2: shovel treatment. He did all right for himself. Yeah, just, that was that was the years that. Um, triple h basically just systematically went through every wcw star and completely fucked them up didn't they like, like, yeah scott um... steiner booker t yeah That's right. uh, goldberg
0: goldberg yeah, yeah, all one. of
2: the all of the big stars he even did it to sting he was like there was one missing so i need to do it to sting i think <laughs> i'm still livid about that that was the think... fucking hell booking of that match I still think Steve I don't know if we've told you but we've always imagined that um, you know how everyone was so welcoming to Sting when he finally came to the company and like he had his Wrestlemania match at 31 and we just imagined everyone in the back like yeah go get him Sting brilliant so Sting goes out Triple H beats him Sting walks back into Gorilla and everyone's just fucked off. Like, there's no one there at all. <laughs> and he can't even find the way out. And he has to leave, like, via a fire exit Oh, or my something. God. <laughs> With
3: his <laughs> shitty face <laughs> and his hair all up. trying to get, get, get into his rental car.
0: <laughs> 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 Poor guy. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, well, I guess on to my moment of Survivor Series. Yes. So, everyone knows I love myself some tag team wrestling, so... Obviously, it was the Raw Tag Team Champs versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champs, which I still believe if there's only one women's tag champ, there should only be one men's tag champ. And they should go back and forth like the women. But that's just my yes. opinion. But, anyways, this was a great match. What about, what, what, what if it? they doubled up the women um, if we had two women no. tag champs? I, I don't I, no. Like, I understand yeah, an IC belt and a US belt because you need that, like, sort of mid-Carter champ for both sides. But for tag team.
2: Well, we need, we need someone to represent the intercontinent.
0: especially when you say it like that holy shit but you know what i mean it's like uh, whatever i still don't think there's enough tag teams to have two champs that's just my opinion but yeah no this is a great match again speaking of great booking we've been talking about it all night it's great ring psychology great booking like this reminded me of old school tag team with today's theatrics if that makes sense like, you know what I mean? Everything from, like, the repeated boom drops to then Ford doing his frog splash and then selling his ribs because of that happening earlier. You don't see that nowadays anymore. All you see is people slapping their legs and kicking out of finishers. That's ring psychology nowadays. It's not like working uh, like uh, working a body part, doing this, one being a heel, one sort of, like, b- being the the face, and it's like the tweener stuff doesn't really work, and then you got to see who was... The New Day sort of turned heel, and then... The three prophets turn heel, and it was like not physically, but like ring psychology wise, and it's like this is just fantastic.
3: Yeah, that's it, yeah. it's how you book those kind of matches. When uh, I think the last example of that would have been like Sami Zayn versus Neville when they kind of had that ah yes slip kind of back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, good I example. Love that match so much, so much. But this one. I love the street profit. Montez Ford has just money, money, money written all over him. And Angelo Dawkins is the luckiest son of a bitch in the world to tag with him.
0: But I don't mind him. He's still got some crazy moves that he pulled out of anywhere. He's
3: got moves. He's got moves.
0: And his rapping skills, or sorry, not his rapping skills. His beatbox skills are on a different level. That man, oh, I don't know how he busts out like three or four different beats out of his mouth at the same time. I I can't even do one. Never mind that.
2: Can you give us an example of your beatboxing, Steve?
0: No, no, thank you. No,
2: uh, boots and cats. Is that, yeah? Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> See, that's still better than what I would do. Um, so, I might be terribly out of touch here,
1: but I didn't even realize the Street Profits were good wrestlers. Like, yeah.
2: since. Like, I've, they've been around for what, a year now? Something like that, and I've sort of seen them yeah, popping up take. here and there. And um, I've been like, oh, okay, they do good promos backstage. They're sort of um, mid, mid-match fluff in between. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Doing some it jokey backstage. I, and this is the first time I've watched them and gone, oh, wait, no, they, they, they actually can put on an entertaining match. So I, I now know that, which is good for me. But New Day, I, I love the New Day. Can we just give props to WE for a second? And I don't like to do this often, but they, <laughs> they love, we love nothing better than breaking up teams, right? That's all they fucking do. Of course, They haven't done that with New Day.
0: No.
2: Um, in NXT, they haven't done that with the Undisputed Era. Um, these teams have been around a while, and I love that. Just keep them together. Like, Undisputed Era have a Four Horsemen vibe about them that I love, and that's something to build on. Do you know what I mean? You can of still course. have individual stars without breaking up a team. Kofi Kingston's a former WWE champ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can have teams... With stars in them You don't have to pick right? up the team To That's make a star That's what I never
0: understood so About them So do that them. more please Yes yeah. It's so true Because why not have, like, a faction and then they branch off? Like, it's like everyday normal life. Like, you are, you have your set group of friends, but you still interact with other people. It doesn't mean you hate everyone else. So why not have them, like, okay, you know what? You do your thing for now. I'm going to do my thing. And then after, we'll meet up somewhere again down the line. But we're still going to watch each other's backs, so to speak. If you're in trouble, I'm yeah. going to come out and assist you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. those are the run-ins I miss. Like, when you used to watch Raw back in the Attitude Era, in my era... It was like, you never knew who was going to come down to the ring. And they always had an attachment to why they were coming down to the ring. It wasn't just some random run-in, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, WCW was awesome
2: at it. Yes. Do you remember? Um, and they even, like, went past face and heel stuff. Do you remember when Lex Luger sort of first came in? And Lex was a heel. Sting was, like, one of the biggest baby faces. Yeah, yeah. But Lex and Sting were tight. They were, like, good mates. So yes. it would be, like, Sting would do, like, pro And he'd be like, yeah, I know, like... I know Lex is a bit of an arsehole, but he's my mate so it's like and everyone just had to accept that even though one was a face and one was a heel and right they made it work like it's amazing. well I love speaking that. of
0: that they're sort of trying to do that i don't know if you guys are aware with the storyline with drew and seamus because they used they came up together they were now in backstage they're congratulating each other seamus is giving him fucking uh even presents and shit like that and it looks actually sincere it doesn't look like he's gonna stab him in the back yet because you know that's what's gonna lead to eventually but it's true why not have like i have shitty people in my life but it doesn't mean i'm not going to talk to good people either and vice versa Sorry about that, <laughs> <laughs> so why can't it like be bro. like that too <laughs> like you know what I mean? or even like siblings for example you have a brother or sister that's just like not evil but does shitty stuff but you still love them because you know them like you know what i mean like that's sort yeah, of the example or, cousins or something yes exactly that it looked exactly <laughs> like me without a beard
3: <laughs> in jokes uh, but no you're you're right having that kind of balance of people have
0: AEW does a great job of that, by the way. Just to, just to throw in a quick AEW reference. To, uh, Fuck, get their, their dick out job. of your mouth already, man. Shit.
3: Cody ah. <laughs> <laughs> dick. Coady
0: dick. <laughs> I'm
3: get a neck tattoo next.
0: Oh, but, <laughs> of his dick. But you're right. It's <laughs> just be dick. It's baseball. Um, but you're right. New Day, Street Profits. Fantastic. Just oh,
3: Two of the best tag teams. And they absolutely killed it. And... Yeah, just just very very happy to see them put on a great show, and I also liked the kind of outside support. Now I do sound like a Mark, because I was going to mention this previously, but sure. Dax Hardwood and Sex, whatever, whatever his name is, uh, FTR, they were like, thank you, New Day yeah, and Street Profits, yeah, yeah, because that was that was tag team wrestling, it's and true. that was it done properly, mm-hmm. as you said, Steve. It's that changing the dynamic to fit the flow of the match and tell that story.
0: Were you guys surprised Street Profits went over?
3: I was, actually. Right? Um, that surprised me. Yeah. I, I think because you're so used to New Day being that established team, but when you think about it logically, they didn't need the win at the end of the day.
0: That makes um, sense. Yeah, and you're right. Street
3: Profits. Right. It,
2: yeah, it, it's, this, has done a, this win's done a lot for Street Profits, I think, whereas if New Day had won,
3: it wouldn't have done much for them. Yeah, it's like, take Jesse, for example, not knowing who the hell they are. You now, if a Street Profits match came on, you're going to go, I might actually watch this now. Yeah, exactly. Before, I would have drop-kicked my telly out the window.
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> Here's a perfect example of the reverse. of an NXT, they really didn't do that much other than cut good promos, and now verse a year later in the main roster, they're killing it match-wise, where usually it's the other way around, right? You have good guys in yeah. NXT and women who come up, and they're not because they shit the bed because of them, but because they're poorly booked or whatever. Like, you don't see their talent. So, it's good to see it the other way around, finally. I'm glad that they're a tag team that kind of got that good treatment
3: because WWE brings up a lot of NXT tag teams and then just has a rank over them for a week and then throws them to the curb. A lot of good tag teams, they've done that too. But Street Profits, I'm surprised that they didn't. But Street Profits are those kind of guys that can shift merch, they can get a crowd invested. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's why.
2: But. Exactly speaking of tag teams quickly um and just like because we might not touch on this um
0: chad gable yes he he got a chance to fucking show what he can do for the first time that's actually in my honorable mention. jason jordan right love it like yeah what a
2: waste of a career that man's had the last couple of years like just he's so fucking good and they're not letting him do it
3: and chad gable is your modern day Eddie Guerrero's, Chris Benoit's, Kurt Angle's, and a nice
0: Red Heart. Ball. Another one.
3: Oh, he's yeah, incredible! Like we used to go to the NXT live shows, and the highlight wrestling shows, for Ice and Live, always involve Chad Gable, Gable. And then when they had the the tag team matches, unreal talent. Yeah, yes. amazing. And so, but unlike all those people you just said, Max, Chad
2: Gable will never be a world champion. I guarantee it in no, WWE. I know.
1: He, no, might, he might
2: go to AW or something He they? needs so, to go elsewhere He needs yeah. to go somewhere but New Japan
3: would eat oh, him up man. in a second That would be amazing Please, if you're <laughs> listening Chad I beg you Don't <laughs> <Chad> resign <laughs> Shorty G,
0: don't do it Oh my god Okay, well, Before we get into the worst story of the week We gotta talk about the main event ah,
2: can, you, can you talk about it really slowly Can I be terribly rude and go fill up my drink I'll be 25 <laughs> seconds
0: Okay, don't worry. I'll ask so, you the same question I'm going to ask Max while we get into this. You could do some small talk. Oh, this isn't even live. You can edit, you lazy man. I don't I mean, do that. <laughs> I don't do Steve that. Steve doesn't edit. Nah. Jesus Christ. All
2: right,
3: ask, ask me,
0: Steve. Okay, uh, so before we get into it, what is one of your favorite or most memorable Undertaker moments?
3: Ooh, stool for 20 seconds. Ooh.
1: <laughs>
0: It's hard, right? Thirty years, man. Fuck.
3: It's 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 thirty years of a career to kind of put into one. I really loved. I, I know it's controversial. But I did. I did love Biker Taker, sure, American yeah. Biker Taker.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, was but he great. needed
0: his, that, or else then the Undertaker that. character would have got stale, right?
3: Exactly, and that there's a there's a period of run, but the most memorable is obviously his feud with Brock and um, uh, the stuff he was sure. doing with Brock, which led up to Hell in a Cell. Right really cemented Brock as a performer. I know Taker did his role to kind of cement guys like John Cena at the time. Sure. But the stuff he did with Brock where he broke his hand and they were talking about... Um, ah, that, that was really distracting, Jesse. That threw me off. When they they broke Undertaker's hand and then they had the Hell in a Cell match with
0: Brock and Taker. No one cares, Jesse. And then, <laughs> no one even noticed you were gone.
3: One of my favourite moments in that Hell in a Cell match is when they wrap the bout around Undertaker's cast, right. and Brock hits it with the chair so many times that the bout breaks, mm. and Taker's just screaming in pain. So oh, sorry, I see Jeff, 2002. just two thousand
2: and two.
3: Exactly, we we're talking about favourite Undertaker moments, and I said controversially, Biker Takers my favourite, specifically his feud with Brock back in two thousand two. What about you, Jesse? Um, the.
2: Although I grew to not like it much, the WrestleMania 20 um, Deadman return um, after, do you remember he was buried by Kane at Survivor Series 2003? <laughs> that was the end of um, the American Badass or whatever you want to call him. Right. And then they were teasing the sort of return of the Deadman at WrestleMania 20 and they were turning lights off on Kane and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That entrance at WrestleMania 20, and Paul Bearer came back for yes. that, which was a total surprise oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was, oh man, it was like goosebumps. That is one of the best entrances I have ever seen, the WrestleMania 20 Undertaker entrance, just that amazing return. Um, The match was, you know, nothing special, but the entrance was incredible. That is a really big Undertaker moment. Um, a ridiculous Undertaker moment, which I think about a lot, which everyone seems to have forgotten about, um, was a couple of months after this mm-hmm. when um, he was feuding with heel Dudley boys on SmackDown, who oh, had kidnapped trick. Paul Bearer and put him in a That's tank full right. of cement. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. And then, and like the cement was like you had to press a button to make it full of cement. Yeah. Taker beats the Dudleys and then just goes and presses the button himself <laughs> and just kills Paul Bearer. Save me, Taker. <laughs> And no one cared. Yeah, it was just like, oh, Taker just killed Paul Bearer. Cool. All right. What's on war tomorrow? <laughs> it
3: was, yeah. it wasn't even a pay-per-view, was it? It was just like a random smackdown. Right, right. Sure. It, was,
2: it, was a pay- it was
0: Great American Bash. Oh, it was Great
2: pathetic. Great American
3: Bash, I think it was, 2004.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, mine has to be, obviously, his feud with Mankind, that whole thing from mm. start to finish. Not even including yeah. the Hell in a Cell. Everything leading up to it, the storytelling. That was the first major wrestler to come in and actually threaten The Undertaker like you actually thought Mankind could kill this guy like it was like that intense that feud right it was crazy the Boiler Room matches the Buried Alive and obviously Hell in a Cell that, those were all fantastic and then obviously the Ministry Undertaker with him and his little minions around him and yes. e- all that crazy stuff and with burning crosses Stephanie, and uh yeah Kidnapped was Stephanie, and Stephanie was a cross home, that,
1: yeah that awoke something in Jesse uh, speaking the four, yeah, of the Mankind the Triple H tried to turn her
3: into China <laughs> Speaking of the Mankind thing I was watching, because Undertaker now Just does press whenever he wants And he was on Hot Ones eating some wings Because that's who he is now Um, But he was saying about that Mankind feud And they were building, they wanted to get to a point Where they had a match on Alcatraz And they were going to have a fight in Alcatraz Prison And the first one off the island was the winner And I think that would have been so cool Because they're the only two people at the time Who could pull off that style of Ridiculousness
2: Another um, honourable mention of Taker moments, um, Kane's debut and yep. the initial feud with Kane and Undertaker. The fact that Kane debuted after a five-star insane match True. is cool enough, right? Like that Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, that might be my favourite Hell in a Cell, actually, Max, you talking about the Brock Lesnar one. Um, the Shawn michaels 97 one was insane yeah that's my and that's the day that's the day brian pillman died isn't it um same day that match happened and um then yeah kane debuting at the end after we'd heard so much about him as a seven-year-old boy which i was at the time kane looked like the coolest motherfucker in the world mm-hmm. like you go back and watch it now and it's like it's pretty corny A bit.
0: oh the you... outfit's
2: a bit tacky um, back then, he it, it looked amazing, and just that whole build to rest, their WrestleMania match was awesome.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, like everything about Undertaker is like the, he's one of the guys that okay, like people like and hate Hogan. People like and like and dislike Ultimate Warrior. Same thing with Ric Flair. But uh, you talk to any f- wrestling fan, oh yeah, Taker's in my top three for sure. It's always guaranteed that someone <clears throat> loves Taker just because of his again his matches, his promos, his longevity, everything about him. Yeah, the,
3: yeah. the character was oh, flawless. Is Mania 25 match Max against Shawn Michaels? I was, I was going to say, if we're going to talk about Undertaker at WrestleMania, then we'd be remiss not to talk about the streak. Of
1: course. Um,
3: and I was about to say, what's everyone's favourite Undertaker WrestleMania streak match? And then I realised it would be a stupid question because. It has to be that one. It would be Me Shawn and Mike- Max
2: watched it live together, Steve, and we have never, like, we were jumping out of our seats. Do you know what I mean? Right. Every near Near fall was a like. Boring and normal nowadays. Of course. But kicking out then, finishes, yeah. people do it three times a match on SmackDown. But back then, it wasn't a thing. So, that Shawn Michaels Undertaker match, when they're actually kicking out finishes and you just never see that, we were just like, you punched a hole in the <laughs> ceiling of my cellar, Fantastic. which is where we were watching. It's quite a low ceiling in the room we were watching. And Max yeah punched the air after a near fall and. Um, to put a hole in my ceiling. i still got the scar on my finger. It's right there. Yeah, I'm sure that house has still got the hole. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, that match. That match, it's weird because I've tried to show that match to newer wrestling fans, okay. and because they're so desensitized to their forms, they don't get, get it, it in the
3: same way. They not hit the same.
2: It's such a sense. weird
3: match that you kind of had to be in that era to appreciate it. You can't go back, like, I can't go back and rewatch it and get the same feeling. I just go, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pretty good kind of match. Um, another one that I loved was the Hell in a Cell match, Shawn Michaels is guest referee against Triple H. Oh yeah! Like I know good. they've had so many, but like that end of an era yeah, match, good. the storytelling in that is just sublime as, as a as a WrestleMania match. It's so good, um, and yeah, he's and then his final match against um, AJ Styles. Yeah, that was good. What a perfect send off. <laughs>
0: No, it's true. Like, I'll, I'll even go even more old school. How about his, the first time he faced off against Hogan? Because back then, Hogan was the ultimate babyface. Yeah. Taker was coming in, and it's like, oh my God. And again, it was reversed. This is the first real threat towards Hogan after Andre. Because Andre was like, okay, Andre's got to beat Hogan. And then once Hogan bet Andre, it was like, no one could beat this motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Unless they cheat or something, right?
3: Yeah, totally. It- Completely. And just, it's ridiculous to think how long... Undertaker has been wrestling. I'm looking at the list of names here of the people that he fought. Jimmy Snuka was number one. Jake Roberts, Giant Gonzalez, King Kong Bundy, Diesel, Psycho Sid, Big But. Bo- A
0: lot of these people are dead. <laughs> Is that what are you trying to get at? <laughs> that's, that's where I'll go with it. But it's just... to be to be fair, Undertaker's was dead that whole time. That's true. He's the dead man, right? <laughs> So, so what um, what did you guys actually think of the whole ceremony, so to speak, or his send-off? Like, okay, well, l- let me get my opinion quickly. I did not understand why all those legends came out, if Undertaker was going to come out and talk to them or address them directly. That made no sense. Why not just talk in the back and do it that way? Like, what the fuck was the point of this? And then second off, the piped-in noise, it was a good touch, and I know what they're trying to do, but you could still tell it was really forced, really faked. Yeah, the audience probably would have said all those things, but... I think more, obviously, organic is better, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. And he just literally came out for two minutes, said something, and then he left. Like, I honestly thought someone would not, someone needed to interrupt, but at least on the way out, maybe something could have happened or a, a lightning bolt and then he would disappear. And, like, you, nope, he just put his hand up and walked away.
3: It was so weird. It what? was Just, they brought all those legends out. First of all, apparently there's. A rumor going around that it was a rib on Kane because everyone was in suits.
0: Fuck off! And then Kane comes out in full wrestling gear, and like normally I go nah, That's but hilarious. Kane looks so pissed off. Like, I when saw he it. Watch his body language. Yes, because everyone's like laughing, and he's
3: he goes to the other side of the ring, and he's like, "Fuck you guys!" In like, his like, normal life, he's always in a suit as well. Now, as well, yeah, exactly. And then you got Ric
0: Flair laughing like yes, and he like, was put po- yes, life. yes. <laughs> I
3: was like, I can't believe they've done Kane like this. It was brilliant. But <laughs> that is quite funny, actually. That's, mainly, that's given me a positive spin on the whole thing. I actually like it more now. <laughs> but, but you're 100% right. Like, why bring all those legends out? For, the whole show was built around the 30 years of Undertaker. Right. Have each one of those dudes tell a story to the camera like Something. he's dead. And then have William Regal stone-faced he really knows what's going on. You know, treat it like it's <laughs> meant to be treated. <laughs> and. I don't know, it, it just—it was just missing something. And then he they all disappeared, Taker comes out and gives the most generic... Exactly. You spent the past six months breaking kayfabe and being a normal person, and we expect that now with The yeah. Last Ride. If he had come out as Mark Calloway and just been like, thank you, you know, just a normal person, that would have hit so much better than The Undertaker can rest in like yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's never um,
2: but he's never <laughs> been a good promo, is he? Really, let's be honest. Like that that character is amazing for hiding. <laughs> he really hurt your voice doing that <laughs> to be fair, like we we have to credit Undertaker would be able to do that and not copy It's Quite difficult. <laughs> um but it, yeah, he's never been a great promo and I think even though it was a bog standard promo, it was fine. It would have made such a difference if it was a sellout crowd, do you know what I mean? That of was course. legitimately there. The atmosphere yeah. would have been incredible. And I don't know if there's something wrong with me, but I can't ever, everyone else that likes wrestling that I know has just accepted this um Thunderdome thing and all these it's like, Oh, that's the crowd now. Is yeah. it called
3: Thunderdome? Did I get that
0: right. Yeah. Yes. Me, like,
3: well, yeah. You're good, uh,
0: you're good.
3: And it's just I like had, you're you're my dad, and you're like they're at the Thunder Dome. <laughs> I had Superdome
2: in my head, like Hulk Hogan at thirty, when he's all getting confused <laughs> with the Silver Dome. Um, but yeah, the Thunder Dome—it just doesn't. it's still just—I mean, you look at it; it's just a man alone in a room with a giant no. suit a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just we—I can't
3: disassociate myself from that, so yeah, it will sense. always feel odd to me. It's—it's it's so weird, like. Obviously, they had, this was 30 years, they've probably been building this for the past 15 years of just like, at some point, at for, Taker's 30 year anniversary, he has to do something, and they were not kind of expecting this, so it is such a shame that he didn't get his final bow in front of a crowd, but at the end of the day, it's The Undertaker, so who the fuck knows what he's going to do. And more than likely, they're going to hold him for a Hall of Fame induction when the crowds are there, yeah, and that's sure. when we'll get the proper Mark Calloway, Undertaker, send-off.
0: Most likely, yeah. Yeah,
3: that would be good, actually. His um, his Hall of Fame speech is something I'd be genuinely interested in hearing. He's such a little nerd, <laughs> yeah, Mark Calloway. Yeah. Like, he made the right decision to protect the character in the kayfabe, because if he had, like, spoken normally... No one would have taken that shit seriously. He's a little dweeb. He's a pasty ginger nerd. He's one of us, Max. Yeah.
0: I am The Undertaker. (laughs) Well, you do have a hat that says death. That was cool. (laughs) Exactly, Stephen. Covered. Oh, my God. Well, any last thoughts about Survivor Series or anything you want to see up and coming before we get to the weird story?
3: Lana, I didn't understand that, and it annoyed me why she was just crying on the ring steps. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> yes, she's blonde. Let it go. Not every blonde woman can be your star of the show. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, but you know uh, what they're uh, doing. It's because of Miro, right? So
3: Yeah, but it's so weird. But who's the massive dude with AJ
0: Styles? Well, we didn't even touch on this guy that he could see right over the top rope when he's standing on the ground. That, that freaks me he's out. Huge. Massive. He's
3: great. I like
0: him I can't wait till he starts wrestling Yeah Like
3: I want to see what he does he's, he's giving me like I'm getting proper Diesel Shawn Michaels vibes I'm really into it Right But For me I think it's Everyone we've spoken about The Street Profits Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre Sasha Banks yeah. Chad Gable <laughs> Chad Gable They're the people I'm invested in if, if I hear good news about them, I'm, I'm tuning in. I'm clicking to see what's going on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of excited to see what happens. Our next show is obviously Royal Rumble. Best time of year. It's not going to top last year. Edge, baby. But also... Oh, man. I feel so bad for Edge. This, <laughs> the way this year has gone. Jesus you know Christ, I mean? right? Yeah. Finally makes his 10-year return and then no crowds. Poor Tears Christ. his triceps. By, yeah.
2: um, by the way, didn't Undertaker announce his retirement on his Last Ride documentary thing on the network? I th- Wasn't that like the big ending of the documentary? I
0: think so. It was like, oh my God, he finally said it. Yeah, something like
2: that. Yeah. And yet, everyone's lost their minds saying, like as if it's come complete a complete shock that he's retired at Survivor Series.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I mean, it's because of the WWE thing. You know what I mean? Is, is someone really retired? Like, come on.
3: Yeah, that's true. To be fair, I honestly, I said this to you, Jesse, I honestly believe this is a fact that, Ro- that Undertaker's going to stay retired because he's said it before, but he's never broken character. And I think for him, if he breaks character, that's him breaking that <laughs> barrier and he can't go back then. Uh, I, it's wrestling, so yeah. you know, maybe. It'll I reckon. I've no idea
2: what this WrestleMania will be like, but the first WrestleMania that has full capacity crowds. Undertaker will have a match. I reckon he'll get that. He'll he'll come
0: back at the first sight smell of that Saudi blood money. He'll be like, "Yeah, "Yeah." that's true too."
3: Saudi blood money. Okay. He loves him. He loves him. Some Saudi money. Yeah.
0: Don't we all?
3: Yeah. What about What about you, Steve? (laughs) What about me? In terms of Survivor Series, and I feel like you pay more attention than we do. So yeah, to me, I
0: think. This is the best I've seen WWE in a while, oddly enough. Like, again, crowds aside and all that, I'm strictly storytelling and the way the matches are put together now. It it actually seems like there's a meaning. Like, I want to watch the next episode. Like, I want to see what happens between Roman and Jay. Like, you know what I mean? I want to see yeah. what happens with The Miz now and the briefcase. Like, there's so many different stories. Again, The Fiend with. Uh, with Alexa Bliss. Like all this stuff is going on and it's like this is what old WWE was. It wasn't just one main story and then a bunch of filler matches cuz that's what it seemed like it's been for the past I don't know 5 to 10 years almost, you know what I mean? So to have actually different segments being different and actually putting emphasis on certain wrestlers, beautiful. Beautiful.
2: So so beautiful. I just <laughs> a single a single tear. Just came from
0: my penis yeah. <laughs> Well, perfect Well, speaking of penises, you ready for the worst story of the week?
2: How yes, are we I, thought we, I thought we'd never get there, Jesus
0: Alright, well, before we get to the penis part What's the most awkward or weirdest gift you guys have ever gotten from either one of your parents?
2: <laughs> Max doesn't get gifts from his parents because they don't love him
0: Yeah, me neither <laughs> that, That's my thing I, I can't think of any because I can't even think of a gift that my parents have ever given me, so other than, other than the gift of life.
2: They, oh, well, they did yeah. give you that, but that was just like—I mean—the worst gift ever. Yeah, not, yeah, well, it was a
0: broken condom, so I'll, I'll take it as it That's, is. I was get, I was going
2: to say, let's not mess around. Your parents were horny. <laughs> That's the only reason you're here. And um, but
3: Max got. A yeah, Christmas and you're kind. fucking born out of love. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You know how in Harry Potter they say the Voldemort's so evil because he was conceived
2: with a love potion, so there was no like real connection there. Like, I'm starting to think that might be what my
0: issue is. <laughs> it would explain a lot. It's called, called
3: whiskey, Jesse. That's their love potion. <laughs> um, weird
2: gift from a parent. What have I had? Um, wooden wooden slippers from Africa.
0: What the, the fuck? yeah exactly what what why what's from okay are you into so wooden slippers dad, from dad, africa my
2: dad, my dad has been going through a bizarre second childhood for a few years now okay. he um divorced his um second wife um a couple of years ago and okay. just decided to go traveling um it's yeah it's a bit like that um decided to go traveling and stuff and went to so I'm not even sure if it was Africa. They just look African. But he's he went wow. to these weird islands, and now, firstly, he thinks he's black. Okay. Um. So something's happened there. <laughs> so he's like suddenly uh, he's wearing this like African jewelry and things like that. Okay. And um. And yeah, brought me back these African slippers, which are wooden. So you have to you have to be pretty sure on the shape of your foot before you buy these, right? Because they're not going to mold into your foot. <laughs> Right. I obviously wasn't there for, for him to try my foot on. And my foot is not like his. I take after my mother in the foot department, obviously. <laughs> and, um, Norman Bates. <laughs> so, um, yeah, these wooden, that they just don't fit. They're very uncomfortable. And I don't understand how anyone would wear. They're basically wooden crocs. Okay.
1: I can't top that, mate. So carry on with wherever you're leading the story.
0: Yeah, me neither. I can't. So at least one of us had a story. So perfect. Okay. Well, there's some lady in the states who wanted to help out her daughter because she was going away to what?
2: Some lady in the states.
0: Well, what do you want? Names? You want phone numbers? Like what? What are you, a cop? Like why do you care?
2: Yeah, I want. I want a name. I want social habits. <laughs>
0: Come so, well,
3: on, Steve. You can mute it. It must be Florida.
0: If it's a weird story, it must be Florida. Most likely, it's somewhere in the south. Most uh, I could probably guarantee that. So her daughter was going away to college, and she wanted to help her out and buy some like kitchen stuff, uh, some appliance, small appliances, whatever. Right. So she ended up buying a marble cutting board for her, like beautiful, nice. Now, nice. if you. I already prefaced this with talking about penises, so if you had a guess what do you think was imprinted on this marble cutting board?
2: So I'm going to go with a wang, but was it a specific <laughs> like, um, was it an actual like imprint, like maybe her dad had flopped his old fella out onto it and they sort of carved her, around it
0: Why her dad? What the fuck are you into?
2: What the men are knocking about?
0: Well, it was it was a huge veiny penis imprinted from start all the way to the end of it that was imprinted on this marble cutting board. Oh,
3: yeah. I just looked up the story. It's, it's a big penis. Is it? is it realistic or cartoony? Does it have veins?
0: It has veins, they- I think. I'm trying to pull it up now and show you guys too. But, yeah, Wait, no. Don't pull it up. If, <laughs> if you had to guess, do you think she did this on purpose or was it just like... A random thing, and she didn't even notice there was a penis on it.
2: Yeah, I reckon she probably thought it was just like a pretty stained glass pattern or something, and um, it was actually a penis. Okay, so Max has sent me pictures of it now. Um, Yeah, that's pretty penisy. It looks like a horse's dick.
0: I was just going to say, right?
2: Right, thank you. I'm glad that you also know what a horse's dick looks like.
0: (laughs) Can you guys see Uh, that?
2: That's yeah. the one, that's the one. Yeah, okay. clearly, clearly not clearly not a Jewish horse.
0: So, <laughs> do you think the mom bought her this on purpose? Or is she trying to tell her daughter something? Maybe lose her virginity or something? Like, well, what do you guys think? Um, Don't read the article no. anymore. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, I already got a screenshot of the... We just, we, just wanna, we just got really excited about the prospects. We found a picture. Um, is it marble, though? You said it was marble, Steve. It looks... It looks like plastic in this picture.
0: Well, in what I was reading, maybe it got lost in translation coming over here, but yeah, it said marble. (laughs)
3: But difficult Canadian language. That's difficult to translate. (laughs) So hard. Um, Uh, No, I I, I don't. From the pictures I saw, it looks like just an accidental imprinting.
0: Well, here's the thing. It was a disgruntled employee that went around putting all this stuff because this place has like cutting boards. I don't know what else they sell in... For the kitchen Like graters Whatever And he put imprints On everything you could find his I guess dick on So That's what they Ended so up it, doing is that a dick? If
3: that's that If this is a dude's dick He is in the wrong business If he's sorting out Chopping boards
0: Oh like come on me. You don't think he enlarged it Or he blew it up a bit Come on That's not humanly possible I don't think
3: But even still Like no yeah,
2: It's a- It's not a bad-looking dick. I'm a bad dick. I've seen uglier dicks. (laughs) I've seen smaller
0: dicks than that, my friend. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I guess this is not a weird story after all for you guys, is it? (laughs) So you need to – no. So in order
2: for your listeners to gain context, you need to post a picture of this dick
0: on your social media, right? I'll get right on it. Don't worry about it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I mean, don't get right on the dick. Steve, otherwise it's just me. And Jesse going, Oh, it's a nice dick. Yeah. Big music fan.
0: Yeah. okay, how about this? Picture the biggest most good looking dick and there you go. That's what's on this cutting board.
3: It is. I'd really want to know it. Everyone, write in or draw a picture. Oh god. Right. Draw a picture. <laughs> P.O. box. PO box. <laughs> Finger styles, Toronto. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I just want you guys to draw the best picture of a dick you can think of and send it to Steve. The prettiest dick. Yeah. Just flood his inbox.
2: I'd put if I was drawing the prettiest dick, I would put a lei on it. You know, like the
3: Hawaiian um, flower necklaces. Just have one of them hanging round the dick. I'd go for spotlights to get like a good lighting display. Nice. Like Just a giant Batman dick in the sky. What about little bat ears on the head? That'd be nice, that'd be nice. Little devil horns, maybe. Yeah, nice. Because like, it's a bit horny, eh? Hey. Hey. a bit horny, hey. Yeah. Hey. This is
0: backfired so hard on Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended, holy fuck. <laughs>
3: they, they can't do material on dicks for five minutes. Oh, how wrong you were,
1: sir. How <sighs> wrong you
3: were. We could do more on dicks than wrestling, I think. Yeah, we could do a whole show.
0: Fantastic. okay well before you guys plug your shit we gotta do our predictions you guys heard mine off the top I say Charlotte's coming back at the rumble predictions (laughs) I guess we got the name of the episode there you go there's always
3: something sexual based with us I think there's something wrong with us
0: (sighs) thank god these guys are ending in a hundred episodes or whatever the fuck it is (laughs)
3: For the sake.
0: That's just so we can launch our Dick podcast. Up. <laughs> Top 5 cartoon dicks is the first episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Moving on. Sorry. First question? Predictions for Royal Rumble. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Predictions. Right, oh, okay. my fucking God. For the Royal Rumble.
3: Um, okay. Um, okay. Who's on the roster? Give me everyone.
1: <laughs>
0: what oh, my kind, kind of question f- is that? Imagine if Dominic
3: Mysterio won the Men's Royal Rumble. I would not put it past them. Well, that's a good prediction.
0: I would not put it past them. It wouldn't it. be the worst. I, but I'm also
3: leaning towards maybe Randy wins the Rumble. And that's how he gets his 15th title win. Who else is big at the moment?
0: The Fiend? Maybe the Fiend. Uh, what's the other guy called? Braun Strowman? Braun, yeah. There's another Surprise, Brock Lesnar return
3: surprise Lesnar returned yeah good oh one, that's good another
0: one. good one yeah I could see that
3: oh Keith Lee would be lovely that would be that, that's the outside nice thing to happen
0: but I don't think they want to give him a WrestleMania main event yet that's the problem no. I could see him winning something like money in the bank in the future or something but not like a mania spot not just yet
2: can I throw, can I throw a punt prediction in there
0: okay. do it go cool.
2: um, I think this year's Royal Rumble um, like it was in 92 and like it was a couple of years ago as opposed to being for the main event of WrestleMania, it will be for the WWE title. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're going to do some sort of storyline where the winner of the Rumble
1: becomes
0: the it. champion. I don't mind it. That's a good one.
3: Yeah,
0: okay. you haven't done that, in a like while. that. What about the women's so, side? What about any surprises on that side? What do you think is going to come? Any comebacks?
3: I think they're still going to keep running through the four horse women as it kind of goes through. So it's going to be like your Bailey. I'm going to say Bailey. I reckon Bailey's going to win it.
2: I like your I like your Charlotte shout, Steve. I reckon that could be that could be her return and win. On that night,
0: do you honestly think they would go the route of anyone from NXT coming up and getting that spot? Say, someone that's been in NXT for a long time, like on the men's side. I know it'll never happen, but Johnny Gargano or on the women's side, someone like Tony Storm, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, the problem with that
3: is it would be great for people like us and re- wrestling fans in general, but when you've got the outside wrestling audience, if Tony Storm ah. came in and won the Rumble, it w- yeah, it just wouldn't really Makes work sense, yeah. from, from that perspective. You know what I'd like on the
2: men's side, and this is just me talking as a complete Mark fanboy, um, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. <laughs> if, um, if Finn Balor came back up um, because he Prince never Balor. lost the Universal title, so that <laughs> means that um, if Seth Rollins somehow found his way um, as champion or back into the main event... Um, it was Seth Rollins that um, Finn beat for the Universal title, if you remember, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and he never lost it. So I feel like cool. there's retribution there. I think I Seth's like a strong heel and Finn would be a very good, sort of rugged baby face
3: to throw into the main event that would work well for WWE right now. Finn is the only person who could come up from NXT and win the Rumble and have a an N- first NXT person to win the Royal Rumble. Finn's the only one that could pull it off. Yeah, he's got Th- that cred. Yeah, Seth is taking time off for his weird I mean, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he could come back as a babyface and keep heel Finn, loving heel Finn, keep him, and yeah, then have yeah. heel Finn versus babyface Rollins. Bitter evil. I'm a dad. I yeah, have just nice. had a kid. Blah
1: blah blah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Nice role reversal from their, the, for their first Universal title match as well. I like that. Yeah, um, I'm on board for that. Book it. I'm
3: yeah. sure
0: you so like. That's role my role Then
2: Finn Balor is going to win the Royal Rumble.
0: There you go. Great predictions. Let's see who gets it right. If anyone gets anything right.
3: <laughs> what about you? What about you?
0: I told you. The Charlotte thing. Yeah, yeah but what Charlotte. about the folks? What about the men? Oh, the men. about the men? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to go. stake of the men and their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go with brock lesnar let's keep it up with that no, I, I like nice. that idea i like that i like brock lesnar coming back because we haven't seen him in a while maybe some people forgotten and again they're gonna or how about this okay i'll go to goldberg or brock lesnar
2: Jesus, oh, interesting i wouldn't put it past him right um <laughs> that's worrying <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what though do either of you miss brock i know max you have always hated brock lesnar um I miss Brock
0: Lesnar Yeah I'm I'm a big fan of Brock Lesnar
2: Yeah He needs He does need to be In WWE at some point Not necessarily around the title Speaking of Going back to Undertaker Do you remember a few years ago um, After WrestleMania 30 When Brock and Undertaker Feuded And it was A wave And they had that Second Hell in a Cell They had that weird SummerSlam match When um, Lesnar put the fingers out Do you remember And Taker tapped But the ref didn't see Right right Um, that was cool shit, but, and, it, and what was cool about it is it was high profile, and it was Brock Lesnar, but it was away from the titles, which right. is my favorite Brock Lesnar. I want Brock Lesnar in big money matches, but I don't want him to just be champion all the time. Let the full-timers deal with the world titles. Like, See, but you know it what?
0: It, isn't that the huge problem with WWE? I don't mind them bringing back these legends, but every time they bring back a legend, they're always either having a title shot or winning the title.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah I, I guarantee they negotiate that in the contract because right? what makes the most money. It's like, yeah, I'll come back for four appearances, but you got to put the bout on me because they're going to make six figures easily. Like, you're never going to see Brock out of the title picture. Never. But Brock, can, but
2: Brock can negotiate
3: any money in the world and it doesn't matter
2: whether a title is involved or not. It's just whether he's on telly or not. Like mm. that Undertaker yeah. stuff is a perfect
3: I, I, I think it's just because for the past eight years, barring his first year when it was Cena and Punk, it's just been Brock in the title. That's all we've seen. Even his original two year run, it was just Brock in the title. Yeah. Like he's never not gone for the big title. So to see him do anything else would just be weird.
2: But uh, but if they did it right, it could be great. It would be a really nice transition, and maybe ah, you yeah, would sorry, finally.
3: Okay. Oh, you're I forget. forgetting WWE that things right can and... be done well. Yeah, silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens all the time.
2: Yes, but if they, they do it sometimes, and if it were, it's
3: like... <laughs> so, sport, yeah. Sometimes they do stuff right. Jesus Christ, what are we wasting our lives on?
1: Uh, I'm well, a
3: big, as Steve is, I'm a big advocate of Brock
2: Lesnar, and I miss him, and I would like to see him back.
0: Well, speaking of wasting um, time, I think we've wasted enough time really of the guy. listeners. So, guys... They well, love this shit, Steve.
3: They love it.
0: Where can people find you? Your podcast, personal stuff, anything you want to plug, promote, go for it, my friends. got till five, episode eighty-four is airing this week, Jesse. We need to do an episode.
2: Oh, we need to record it. Yeah, fantastic. Ah. That's how it works, isn't it? You have to
3: record <laughs> things before they're released. <laughs> That's I, the level you're at at I get the, uh, I get the sometimes. So, so we do the, we do these live streams with the episodes now, and we've really been enjoying them, and we've really enjoyed having that kind of fan interaction, kind of back and forth with people. So, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Got Till Five. You'll get notified when a live episode's coming out. We just did one on Lincoln Park songs. So you can find us on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can find the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasting stuff from. And we're just having a good time. Like this is our most relaxed era of podcasting, where we're just. Chatting good shit that we like to chat about, so uh, and we're on.
2: doing alright. Like, as soon as we stopped caring what other people thought and just started chatting about shit that we like, more people actually tuned in. So, th- there's a That's moral the few secret. kids out there. That's the secret. I feel
3: like we're taking the WE approach where we go, We don't give a shit what you want, this is what we want to do, and you're still gonna tune in. Yeah, we're the people... WE, Jesse.
2: Yeah, but people have weirdly related to it, haven't they? Like, no one's bitching, it seems quite nice.
3: Turning into Vince. No, they love it. <laughs> I play, love it. it. Play, play it again. Play so, it again. Yeah. So, got till five. Uh, the website is. Uh,
2: the website is got dot com, which is uh, where you can find all that other stuff that Mac said, which I don't even know what a twitch is, but apparently we're there. But you can
3: get there through the website. Lovely, and normally we feel guilty about being on Steve's podcast So then we say, ah, oh, Steve, you should come on ours okay. Like, come on, two weeks time, we'll have Steve on And it'll, it'll be, come off an episode Because have you actually done a new... F- yes, you have, you did childhood toys
0: Yes, remember yeah, my yeah, wooden we, guns? Who could forget the wooden guns?
3: Yeah, the amazing wooden
2: guns <laughs> and your
0: little cars Oh, the dinky cars Dinky cars, dinky cars, dinky cars Yeah dinky cars. <laughs> dinky cars, You know, in England, we call them dick cars <laughs> oh, fuck, man <laughs> well you could also find me on instagram twitter under finger styles you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app email us your thoughts suggestions comments anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast at gmail.com please rewind to the top of the show support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out helps me out and if you want to support me directly i do have a merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device it's embedded right there in today's description click on that link takes you right to the merchandise store i got everything from onesies yes baby onesies to covid masks to hoodies, to t-shirts, to travel mugs, to phone cases—anything you need or want, literally there. But the most important thing, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. And that is all, my friends. And I don't know what the fuck just happened with Max, but it's scaring me, and I really need to go now. What the hell is that? Thanks
2: for having us on, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that, actually, if you're interested, uh, Max is to the listeners. Max has just changed his background to the classic Windows ninety-five background. Um, But with a very famous um, British TV chef Called Ainsley Harriet, Who is poking up um, In the back Who is a very strange looking man But it won't translate to North Americans at all
0: Fantastic (laughs) Thank you He's Max, he's Jesse (laughs) While he shows me A naked picture of Kurt Angle I'm Steve, this is the podcast Peace Next Yes, you are.